0: are listening to the daily roundup here as part of the reality steve podcast i'm your host reality steve thank you all for tuning in good show for you today we got some stuff to talk about in bachelorette world we've got a tyler and rachel story that surfaced yesterday after an interview interesting quotes to say the least then i've got some pop culture news and maybe end it with a little sports don't forget that's coming up momentarily this podcast is brought to you by Organifi, organifycom slash Reality Steve. Go there right now. Use code Reality Steve for 20% off of your next order. It's a superfood blend that tastes amazing and makes it easier for anyone to choose their own health every day. So just a couple stories in Bachelorette world where I know a lot of people put stock into different things when it comes to social media. You know, who's following who, who's liking who and stuff like that. You know, I just I don't pay attention to that stuff. It's not very important to me because there's nothing definitive about it. I look for definitives when I look for things that I'm trying to figure out. And there's nothing definitive because you can just go back over any possible season and just I mean, everyone has a short term memory. But, you know, I remember back on Hannah Brown season, Tyler Cameron's. Uh, you know, rest in peace, his mother uh, was following Hannah after the show. And it was like, oh, well, if the mother's following Hannah, they must be together. And it's just, there's so many instances of that happening. So it doesn't mean anything to me. Another one to put in that category is when contestants start posting photos of the show. And it's like, look, you know, we know that we know that um, for Rachel this season, you know, it's it's not Aven and it's not Tyler. And, you know, it's basically between who it's going to be between Tino and Zach. But for people that don't follow that stuff very closely or know about it, I mean, Tyler, who is in Rachel's Final Four was reposting, like, numerous photos last night, Monday night, excuse me, into Tuesday, of his date with Rachel. Like, people posting stuff of Tyler and Rachel looking great together, him reposting it, showing him, you know, dipping Rachel and kissing her. I mean, this is a guy that not only didn't even win, but he's currently with somebody else. From Paradise. If you don't, no, then mute real quick. But Tyler is dating Brittany Galvin from Matt season after meeting down in Paradise. So here's a guy who is with somebody else, yet is reposting not just one, not two, not like at least five to eight that I saw yesterday of him with Rachel and him kissing Rachel. So it just goes to show that stuff doesn't mean anything. These guys are just promoting themselves and promoting the show and... Which leads into the next point of, you know, the biggest story in terms of the social media aspect of the Bachelorette this season is the fact that Jason, who is in Gabby's final three at least, hadn't turned on his social media all season until yesterday. Again, it's a big deal to some. I could care less. non-story to me because him going public, once again, doesn't give me anything definitive about how the season ends for him. If it did, it'd be newsworthy. It doesn't. So I don't care. But the only thing interesting about Jason is he's the first contestant I remember in recent memory since social media has become such a huge part of this show that waited as long as he did to go public on Instagram. He waited three episodes of a season. Pretty much everyone else went public the second they were allowed to, which was when filming ended, which is back mid-May. So. I don't know why Jason waited till the third episode. We know that he gets a one-on-one next episode, so maybe that's the reason why. I don't know. But like I said, I look for definitive stuff, and when Tyler's posting photos and we know he doesn't win and only one person wins, and yet, I mean, you can go back to last season with Clayton. I know that you know it got sent to me numerous times. It was in reader emails. It was told to me numerous times. Oh, my God, Steve, it's Valentine's Day, and Rachel is posting a picture of her and Clayton kissing on a couch she must have won. Clearly she didn't. So it just goes to show just because a contestant posts a picture of them and the lead doesn't mean they win. So just keep that in mind as we go forward. It really doesn't mean much. If it's definitive, then it does. But follows, likes, posting pictures, it's not definitive. It's just speculation because whoever you have in your mind that you want to win since we don't know the winners for Gabby and Rachel this season, whoever you have in mind that you want to win, you can easily create a narrative in your head based on clues and social media that points to them winning. But if they don't win everything that you just put together meant absolutely nothing. And you could do that every season with people that made the final two and final three. So to me, it's just, it's pointless. I'm looking for definitive things, likes, follows, and who posts, what, Uh, of them with the lead doesn't mean anything so moving on i want to talk about this tyler cameron did an interview yesterday with somebody maybe i should pull it up i have the quotes but who did he do the interview with i don't have it anyway he did an interview and they were talking about i guess they asked him about how's you and matt's relationship because they used to be like buddy buddy and they were part of the quarantine crew they were always posting videos they were living in new york together But now Tyler's doing his own thing. Matt's got Rachel. They travel the world together. And Tyler, I guess, was asked what his relationship was like with Rachel. And he said, we just have our own ways of clashing. I don't like listening to people sometimes. And she's strong. And she has a really good opinion on a lot of things. And sometimes I don't want to hear it. He also said, she always means well and is a really good person. And then he said, quote, they're very happy. And I think we clash because we're both passionate people in what we believe in, but we've also learned from each other, so that's good. I think they're good for each other. They keep each other happy and keep each other going, and that's what's important, end quote. just seems like a really weird thing to just randomly throw out there. I think he was asked, the question was asked about Matt's relationship with Tyler, and then he just happens to let everybody know, yeah, I've clashed with Rachel. Just (laughs) kind of threw that out there. Okay, Thanks. Thanks for letting us know. I I, I don't really know what the goal of that was. I mean, maybe it was because it was part of the reason him and Matt don't see each other much anymore. Obviously, Tyler's got his own thing going on, but Matt has a serious girlfriend in Rachel, and they've spent a lot of time together, and they just don't have time to have their little bro stuff together with Tyler. So maybe it was a little shot at that, like, hey, he's spending a lot of time with this woman. He doesn't seem bothered by it, but he just said, you know, in life, people get girlfriends, get wives, and you just go your separate ways. You just spend less time with people, and that makes total sense. I ever, I get that. You get that. I'm sure everyone listening right now has been in that situation where it's not that you dislike someone. You just kind of grow distant from them because you have your own life going on and things happening, whether it's relationship-wise or work-wise. And your friend does, too. So I guess that's where we're going with that story. Tyler, just, I mean, that's the first we've ever heard him really comment about Rachel. I've never heard him give an opinion one way or other what he thinks of Rachel. But just to hear him say that we've had our own ways of clashing, and I don't like listening to people sometimes. And she has a really good opinion on a lot of things. That's interesting, I guess. Um, Tyler, maybe you should listen to people sometimes can learn something every once in a while. Some pop culture news. I'm sure you all saw this yesterday. I'm sure you all saw the Instagram post that tons of people reposted yesterday. And, oh, crap. I deleted it, and let me find it real quick. Sorry. Let me pull it up. At least I'm still on the page. Oh, here it is. Okay, so you saw the a lot of people reposted it. I don't know who the original poster of it was, so I I can't give credit to that person because I don't know who originally posted it, but it was at least 10 people I followed posted it, and it was somebody posted an Instagram story that said, make Instagram Instagram again. Stop trying to be like TikTok. I just want to see cute photos of my friends. Sincerely, everyone. And then Kylie Jenner added to it, Kim Kardashian added to it, and then the Instagram CEO, Adam Mosseri, released a video message yesterday because this thing had some traction to it. He basically said, you know, Instagram's shifting to video, we're going to continue to support our photos, it's part of our heritage, Um, but I believe that more and more of Instagram is going to become video over time and they're going to have to lean into that shift while continuing to support photos. And, you know, we're going to try and do better. We're hearing everything that everybody says and whatnot. Like, look, Instagram is not what it was. You've heard it a million times and you heard at bachelor data on Instagram talk about it when she was on the podcast. Instagram has just fallen behind. TikTok. TikTok is the number one social media app out there now. And it's not even they're They're blowing people away now. So, Yeah, times change, and Instagram is definitely different. The algorithm is so messed up. You never know who you're going to see something from. Like Stuff shows up in my feed, and I'm like, I did not even know what this is. And it's like three people removed from the someone that you liked a photo. Like you like a photo of somebody that you follow, and then it suggests this account because two people removed from that person you liked. Liked it. It's just, it's so confusing. And yes, it's going to a lot of videos. And, you know, I told you a few months ago, back in I think February, that, okay, reels is becoming a thing and I can make money off reels. And I was putting a lot of effort and time into my reels. And for February and March, I made the max I could make on reels. And then they upped my views and kept my amount of what I could make. They capped it at the same amount it was in February and March. But yet I'm not reaching that because I'm not getting to the amount of views I need. I just don't put enough content out there on reels. So I've pretty much backed away from reels. The only reels I post for the most part are, you know, the teasers to my podcast on Thursdays where, you know, I have an audio clip, usually 30 seconds to a minute with a picture and a link um, to listen to that particular podcast on Thursday. That's it. For a while there, I was doing spoilers on it and whatnot, but now the app is a little bit different. I ha- I'm having trouble navigating it a little bit. Things have changed, so I'm kind of out of the reels business. I, you know, the four podcasts a month that I put on reels, I can tell you honestly. So I made the max in February or March, the max that they gave me, not the max that I'm sure the big time collaborators make. And then after that, when they upped the amount of views that I could max out at a month, but they kept my amount the same, which was the same as February March, now I make maximum 150 bucks on Reels, putting four of those posts up of my podcast teases. It's $150. It's like, whatever. I'll still do it, but Instagram just changed for no reason. Even though I hit my maximum the view views or downloads or whatever it was those first two months back in February and March, all of a sudden they upped it by 10 times come April. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get 10 times this. Yeah. I was hitting the max amount of views, but I, I, I would have to put out probably a video a day. And considering I wouldn't put one out as Saturday and Sunday, like almost probably seven times, seven to eight videos a week I'd have to put out content-wise to keep up and, and possibly even get those views. And sometimes I've never even understood the algorithm for the reels either. It just it never made any sense to me. So basically, yes, I'm sure you're all frustrated with Instagram. It made national news yesterday because a lot of big-time celebs were posting this make Instagram Instagram again post. And so the CEO addressed it, but it still looks like Instagram is trying to be like TikTok. And when you're getting your ass kicked by TikTok, you almost have to. Uh, I just don't know. I mean, he says we, we're always going to be a photo site, but I I highly doubt that. Times are a-changing. I saw this story, and you know me. And you know when I've had Emily Lingeretta on, one thing we always talk about is Dawson's Creek. It was an all-time favorite show of mine. It's certainly an all-time favorite show of hers. Katie Holmes yesterday was asked during an interview about doing a reboot, and she said no, which I fully 100% agree with. You You can argue with me until your face turns blue, but I will always say one of the top three series finales in TV history was Dawson's Creek. That series finale was perfect for that show. And Katie Holmes' quote was like, we've definitely talked about over the years, but I feel like that show captured that time period and all that time in all of our lives. And it's true. You can't reboot that show. I don't want to see them in 2022. I don't need to see Pacey and Joey and Dawson. I, I don't need it in 2022. If they want to reboot the show and do another teen show and call it Dawson's Creek and film it in Wilmington, North Carolina, I mean... It's not going to be Dawson's Creek, so I don't think I'm down for that either. So screw it. <laughs> I agree with her when she says this, but the interesting thing about this that caught my eye, and I've always thought this, and always, when it comes to Katie Holmes, there's always been stories throughout the years in regards to her marriage to Tom Cruise that that was this was an arranged thing. I'm sure you've heard the rumors. I don't know if it's urban legend or what that his agent basically just sent out feelers to women in Hollywood to see if they would basically sign up to be his wife for X amount of time. It's been talked about for years. We have no idea if it's true. Insiders have always sworn that it is. They reached out to a bunch of different women. known a writer, I think was one of them. Scarlett Johansson, Katie Holmes, you know. Then Katie becomes his wife. The only thing that was interesting about that whole marriage, and it was a long time ago, so maybe there is something out there, but I never remember Katie Holmes doing one interview while she was married to Tom Cruise. She barely worked. I don't think she was doing a lot of TV work and doing movie work when she was with him, and I felt like she was silenced, and I don't remember her ever doing an interview about her and her family and being married to Tom. I just don't remember it, and I always thought that was really weird. And then when you hear the rumors about possible contracts and is this even real, you start to be like, okay, something's, what's the phrase? Something's fishy in Denmark? Is that it? Or Am I mixing that up with, am I mixing two phrases up? I can't remember. Anyway, but yeah, I always found that interesting that Katie Holmes just never did an interview when she was married to Tom Cruise. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing, There was a reason for that. Here's something that caught my eye about, I I, I can't remember where I saw this, but it popped up again yesterday on social media, but I know it's kind of old. And I literally cannot wrap my head around this and it's making my brain hurt. It was just a a, a Twitter meme. It might be a meme. I don't even know if this is real, but even if it is, isn't, um, it could still be discussed. And it's a picture of a guy and his wife and a child next to a guy and his wife and his child. And the caption reads, Identical twin brothers Josh and Jeremy married identical twin sisters Brittany and Brianna. Both couples gave birth to male babies at the same time. Although technically they are cousins, children, the children are genetically brothers. It gets weirder. Both families live together in the same house. I mean, it looks legit. It looks like twins married twins. And they each had a son. I don't think it matters that the babies were born at the same time. They probably just, you know, planned it because they're twins and twins. Twins on set of twins. Okay, whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Here's what bro- what breaks my brain. Although technically they are cousins, the children are genetically brothers. So this, just take one of the couples. The son that they had, his mom's sister has a son. That would be his cousin, and if you take the other son; his mom's sister has a brother or has a son, so that makes him their cousin. Why are they genetically brothers? I, I'm I've, <laughs> maybe I'm just maybe a lot of you are sitting listening to this right now and going, "Steve, how are you not catching this concept?" I've thought about this for thirty minutes, and I'm, I'm like, "Why? Why did it say they? Although they are technically cousins." The children are genetically brothers. Why? I thought they're just cousins. Just because twins married twins and they had a son, each of them. What would make them brothers? They're cousins. Like, I I don't get it. (laughs) I'm just totally. Maybe there's a. Maybe there's like one easy point that I'm totally missing, and someone's gonna tell me. I'm gonna be like, oh. Whoops. Sorry about that. And it very well could be the case. But this literally had my brain hurting for a while. I keep looking at this picture and it's kind of creepy. Let's be honest. Twins marrying twins and having a son at the same time, like each of them, like, okay. And like I said, it doesn't even matter if it's real. It is possible it could happen. Twins could marry twins and have a child. Like, that's not far fetched. But the picture's creepy. <laughs> this side by side of male twins and female twins holding a son each and all three or all six people look identical. I just want to know why they would be genetically brothers and please someone fill me in before I really slam my head against the wall a hundred more times. So yeah, that's what we're going to end it on. Please help me out with that. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. We're back tomorrow. We've got a good interview tomorrow on the Thursday podcast and we'll have another daily roundup where we'll cover big brother and the challenge most definitely so thank you all for tuning in i really appreciate it and we'll talk to you tomorrow with two more podcasts see you